Welcome to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We turn entrepreneurs into media celebrities, grow their authority, and help them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. And with us right now, we've got Nikki Klug. Nikki, you're the principal designer for Nikki Klug Design Group. You're on the web at NikkiKlugDesign.com. And let me spell that. It's N-I-K-K-I. And then Klug is K-L-U-G-H Design.com. If nothing else, go to Nikki's website just so you can marvel at her photography. <laughs> Because you have done very, very well uh, to get great photography done on your website. Uh, obviously, you, des- you know, you design beautiful interiors uh, and uh, you have taken the photography side of what you do very, very seriously. Nikki, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, Josh. So how did you get into design? And, you know, I understand that this started a long time ago for you. Yeah, yeah. So I was a weekend warrior with my mother when I grew up in Houston, Texas. She uh, was an art major in college, uh, but when she graduated, you know, she needed to get a good job and being in Houston, that meant in the oil industry. So she was a manager at her company and not really into her, uh, you know, intended profession of fashion design. And so our weekends were all about creativity. So we would sew uh, not only just clothing, but decorate our house. So uh, curtains and crown molding and painting and changing out light fixtures. I mean, like as far back as I can remember, I've been decorating. And um, so I think a lot of people might look at something like interior design and they say, ooh, well, that might make a good hobby, but how does someone, how is someone able to do it professionally? Like, how do you make that jump? Right. And I thought the same thing. So uh, in college, I majored in chemical engineering and no uh, kidding. (laughs) Yeah, but it it wasn't my thing. Like I was good at it, but I didn't find it interesting and got married and had kids and, you know, was a stay at home mom for a while. And and around the emergence of HGTV and then us purchasing Mm -hmm. our own first home, I was like, you know what, even if I never make any money at this, I still just want to do it. And so I did. And it turns out you actually can make money and carve out a career for yourself um, in design. So I would say for any, you know, anyone thinking of it, commercial design is essential. Like, you know, any commercial or corporate project, they must have designers because what the general population doesn't realize is anything you see and any safety measures, it's not only the architect and the construction, uh, you know, and the builder that's making sure those things happen. The interior designer has a lot to do with the safety of everyone. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so Nikki, you've gone on and you've done some, I mean, you've been featured here on BET, your local TV, you've worked with the Home Depot. Um, can you kind of share maybe some of your, um, uh, like what your work has, uh, I've got, I kind of spoiled some of the, <laughs> some of your wins here, but, you know, uh, maybe just kind of share a little bit about the success that you've been able to create for yourself uh, because yeah. of your passion. 
Right. So again, I have four sons and uh, I don't know if I mentioned the number, but yes, I have four sons. And when I went back to school for design, I love residential design. I, I work in both commercial and residential, but I really like to get into the head and heart of people. And so in that regard, I was able to pace myself. Um, you know, starting off a residential firm all on your own, straight out the, you know, out the gate uh, is a slower route to becoming successful. But it really is just about consistency and one client leads to the next, to the next. You do a great job and people refer you. So um, when we moved to San Diego, I had to start all over. My husband's in the Navy. And so- it's No kidding. All right. Yeah. What, what does he do in the Navy? So he's a surgeon in the Navy. Oh, okay. He trained so, in Northern California at Stanford, yeah. but when he finished with training, he had his you know military obligation. Yeah. So we moved and it was right in the middle of a crash. So now that really was the test. I had to start a business all over, not knowing anyone. And really what got me off the ground again, once the you know economy started turning again, was being in networking groups, meeting people, being out, you know, um, hosting lunch and learns, letting people know and see what I do. And eventually it grew. Thank goodness. <laughs> mm. Now you've uh, t share with me, I guess, what you do in terms of content, video, photography. What, what's your social media game today? I would say that getting those photos is essential. So moving from Palo Alto, California down to San Diego, California, I had no professional photos. I only had, oh my gosh, Josh, you might remember this. <laughs> Do you remember those clunky cameras where you had the disc and you had to put the disc into the camera? Do you remember? Oh my that? gosh. Wow. You mean like, <laughs> like a CD? 2005, 2006. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those? So that's how, that's what I did. I used my own camera. I captured the work that I did and I did some amazing projects in Palo Alto, but nothing, you know, that I captured was worthy of putting it online and creating a website. So as soon as I got projects here in San Diego, I was certain to get a professional to capture my images because, yeah. I mean, even those images, as beautiful as they are, they don't really convey how it feels to be in those spaces, mm -hmm. but it is essential. You, there's no way uh, that you can do it on your own. So I do hire the professional for capturing yeah. images. Yeah. You know, and I think it's so critical to have, you know, again, it kind of goes along with branding as well. So branding photography, um, if you look to attract a certain level of client, so it's a client that maybe is spending like seven, eight, nine out of 10 money, like they're paying for big, they're just, they're going to expect a certain level of branding. And so if your branding is at a two, three, four, and you're trying to work with sevens, eights, nines, it, they're just not going to work with you because they're going to make, fair or not, they're going to make judgments about you based on what they can see. Absolutely. And a lot of time that's going to come down to how well we present ourselves. Can we solve problems that big? Or are we used to working with clients at that level? And so a lot of times it's going to come down to superficial things, but it's the only way that some of us have to make those buying decisions. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree. So when people, uh, so share with, I guess, us who, who hires you and then the outcome that you help them experience. So 
We actually have uh, a wide range of clients. We serve clients from coast to coast, literally. And so we do some virtual design um, and we do e-design. There's a slight difference. So oh. e-design means that I am not involved with any of the purchasing. I'm not, you know, I give you the shopping list and you go and you order and install yourself. We give you a good plan though. Um, and then there's virtual design where we start the process virtually, but then I still go and I see them in person and I install everything in person. So we're able to do full service that way. And full service means that we take care of everything from conception to completion and everything in between, including the styling, um, making it look like that magazine photo. Um, And so, you know, that's our normal clientele, the virtual design, as well as, of course, locally. Yeah. Um, And where do most people find you? How are they? How are you getting connected? So much of it has been word of mouth, like 95% of our clients are a referral. Um, we do a little bit of social media, you know, we're getting better at Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, my personal Facebook is probably where you get the most of me, uh, you know, sharing my family, sharing our work. Um, it just comes naturally to do that on Facebook. Um, and again, you know, LinkedIn, Instagram, uh, Pinterest, you know, a little yeah. bit of activity. Um, right. So, yeah. And it's obviously it's not word of mouth at the beginning for most for designers. Uh, so I think, you know, again, what you did is you really just like, listen, even if I'm going to go, I'm going to mix, I'm going to make intros and stuff like that. And I get nothing. You got to keep on doing that over and over and over again. And eventually more and more people will get wind of the problems that you solve and they might not need it. But, you know, as someone once said to me, it's like, you know, you, you don't necessarily reap your harvest where you plant your seeds. You never know. Um, but it's just the more people who know who you are and what you do, it gets around. Right. right. But then social media now has, it's, it's yeah. a whole nother beast, you know, a whole nother thing. I'm better in person. Uh, but some of these young designers, man, they're tearing it up. Like if, if you know the social media game, oh man, I've seen some young designers that, you know, just started maybe four years ago, five years ago, and they have, you know, an amazing um, sense of style and taste, and they might not be showing their own work on Instagram. They may be curating and pulling people, you know, pulling other designers to their uh, feed and then talking about why that design is important or what they think about that design. And they've gathered some business that way too. So um, yeah, social media has really opened the door for anyone to jump in. Um, so, uh, can I ask, so like looking at your website, um, obviously, you know, you've done some work, you've been, you've worked with BET, the Home Depot. Um, do you mind sharing like how some of these deals came about? Did they reach out and find you? How did those, how did those happen? Again, um, I hate this, uh, this cliche of, you know, that it's not what you know, it's who you know. I like to say it's what you know and who you know and how you leave them feeling. So it was someone that knew me. It was someone that has seen my work, has seen me um, on social media. I will will interject though that I'm really good at going live. I'll go live at least once a week um, on social media. So they watch my lives. I would do a Makeover Monday or a Transformation Tuesday. And and so after doing lives for two years and seeming like only ones watch 
watching my is my mother. <laughs> like I might have two viewers and one of them's my mom. So uh that was that was really a great lesson for myself because just the consistency of it. Um, you never know who's watching. And when it was time to shoot this commercial for the Home Depot, like it came naturally. And it's like, hey, I never took the, any acting classes. I right. never like there's 20 people in this room and I'm not nervous. Why, you know, like I was evaluating, how did this come so easily for me? And it was like, oh yeah, I've been talking to people through the interwebs, you know, for, uh, for two years consistently. And so all those jitters were gone. I was able to, you know, pick up my lines, see my lines, do them just like mm -hmm. I was doing on my Facebook live. So anyway, yeah. um, yeah, I would say consistency and, um, and in knowing people, getting out there and, and letting people see what you do. All right. Well, Nikki Klug, tell us what is a money space? Oh, yeah, money space. So, uh, a money space is a space that instantly activates you when it's time to get to work. And so it can be in a corporate setting. It can be in your home. And of course, now with where we are in the world, uh, so many people are working from home. And I really revved up and, you know, started helping people. It's like, you know what? Let's do a challenge. Let's all come in together. Let's come into the Facebook group together and get to work. Like, let me show you step by step how to turn an extra space in your home into a real you know, working environment that's going to help you uh, stay productive. And uh, if you're a business owner, be profitable, because there's a way that you surround yourself that can actually have a, a tangible effect on your mood, on your productivity, on your ability to focus and concentrate, and even be creative. So we help people do that now with the money space. You know, I'm kind of looking around as you're talking, and I'm like, oh, and I'm just kind of clearing off my desk a little bit. Uh, someone says, Nikki, oh, come on. Does that really matter that much? Yeah, it does. Okay, so this is what I know. I know that there have been companies that were started in garages and basements, you know, million dollar companies that we know of. Mm -hmm. uh, but what I also know is that people are still sensitive to the space around them. And so why, if you can uh, remove a barrier or a hurdle or, um, you know, just, uh, gosh, just like that nagging thing that you have to overcome, why not remove that? And so during the challenge, we got people time and time again, it's like, oh my gosh, like this small little shift made my space so much better hmm. and um, helped me want to go in my office. I never knew why it was that it's like I procrastinate. I don't really want to be in there. I'll start in there and I'll end up on the sofa and then my back hurts. It's like, let's fix that. Like there is a reason why you don't feel comfortable in that space. Let's get to the heart of it and fix it. So that's what we've been doing. So let's say that I'm living in a, um, you know, I've got a small home apartment or something like that. And I'm like, I'm looking around. I'm like, I don't have space. How do I do this? Um, first off, I guess my first question is, how do we make or how do we make space if you have limited space to begin with? That's number one. Number two is, what are we going to set up? What are we going to do? Like, how do we make this? Um, what are the elements of a money space? So, if I'm making a list of things that I probably want to look out for, what do what do I want to ensure is a part of my money space? Right. So if you have a limited amount of space, then you'll have to do dual purpose. And that's absolutely fine. 
um, with the elements of a money space, you're going to be clearing up and resetting anyway. So it could be a breakfast table. It could be um, just a small table in a you know side of the family room or living room. Um, last place, last resort is a bedroom, but then we do need to have some type of control so that we can shut that off and shut that down when it's time to rest. So one of the first things you want to do in a money space is you want to be in the power position. And if you're a speaker, you're, uh, you've done trainings, then you know the command position is the position where you can see the entry and exit to the room, right? And you're furthest away from the door. You have complete control visually of the space around you. Um, I hearken it back to caveman days, right? Mm-hmm. You would never sit with your back to the entry of a cave. <laughs> or if you're a Southern gentleman, like my father, you would never sit with your back to the door at a restaurant. You stay mm-hmm. in command of your space. Do you do that, Josh? Are you? I've got the door. It's kind of a little bit to the, the back. But so what I like about, so this is all very intentional, like what you're seeing right now. And so um, I want to talk in particular about the fact that we're all living on Zoom right now and backgrounds as well. And I'll kind of start off by sharing like everything you see behind me, very intentional. You're like, okay, we've well, got this little director's light and all this other stuff. I guess that's for a product. No, it's a set. <laughs> like, yes, I use this equipment from time to time, but right now these chairs, it's, it's, it's almost, it's like a behind this, you're looking at a behind the scenes thing, but it's actually the set. Yeah. And so I think we ought to, you know, I'll start off by sharing my perspective is, you know, everything behind you should be very intentional because you're being judged on it. So the fact that I'm wearing a black wedding band, you know, I'm wearing an Apple watch. I've got my hair coiffed a certain way. Like this stuff is all fair game for people kind of like scanning around going, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they're trying to figure you out really, really quickly. So Nikki, when I look at your background, it looks very professional. It looks like you take your sense of space very, very seriously. So therefore, I trust you more. <laughs> I trust I trust that if you can handle your own backdrop, that you could probably handle mine. Right, exactly, exactly. So that's part of it too. It's, uh, it's the message that you're conveying. And we talk about that when we're talking about a money space. So what's behind you is what people are judging you on. Yeah. But then what you see is also really important. Okay. So uh, I don't know if you've had a guest that talk about big whys. Is that something that's familiar with your audience? Sure. Yeah, yeah, right. Anyone's in business should have, you know, some indication of why they're working so hard and what's driving them. And so what we do as part of the money space is we put that front and center. Um, Some people may be in the corporate world. They have, you know, family photo on their desk or um, maybe vacation photos. Uh, But what we do is we have that big why. Three to five is what I like to go with. And we have an image that represents it and makes it a visceral effect. So it's just a constant a reminder throughout the day of why you're doing what you're doing and the purpose that you're driving for. So I like to say it's calling you into your future and I want it in your line of sight when you're in your money space. Mm. All right. Um, so in terms of like workspaces of the future, uh, I'm excited for you because I think you have so many companies now that you know we're forced to, okay, we're distributed. We're all working remotely. And I think you had a lot of people getting on Zoom calls and lampooned hilariously all over the place. So people just not having a clue what they're doing uh, when it comes to, um, you know, doing video, uh, you know, kind of owning the imaging and branding. But 
Here's the thing. If you are, if you're a company and you've got a distributed sales team right now, and it looks all janky in the back and the quality is terrible, the lighting is terrible, the audio is, everything's bad, right? That reflects poorly on your company. You are losing revenue as a result of your team looking unprofessional on video today. Nikki, softball to you. (laughs) Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Yes. We are actually in talks with HR of a couple companies. Yeah. Um, See how, you know, not only are you incurring extra expenses by working at home, you know, it may balance out depending on what your commute was like, but absolutely your performance is key. Uh, everyone is, you know, in this tense, uncharted territory. It's like you want to be a high performer in your current role, right? If, if they're going to let people go, they're going to look at who's not performing well at home, who has yeah. Position. So it is very important, not just for entrepreneurs, but also for professionals. So yes, your space has to uh, come up to par with this new world we're living in. So I think if I were uh, a company, I would say, Nikki, you got to help us with all of our employees because they look lousy. You got you to help them get some sense of space in their virtual work environments. Well, Nikki Klug, thank you so much for joining us again. Nikki Klug Design dot com and that's n-i-k-k-i-k-l-u-g-h design.com um anything for people who are like okay i like what nikki's saying is there a piece of content is there something that you're like yeah you should watch this or look at this or download this what what would be a great place for people to take the uh next step with you right i would send them to create my money space.com oh no kidding <laughs> wait a minute create my money space.com tell me more And so that's where we start the challenge. We are doing it four times a year now and we walk you step by step. And so there you can register and enroll and get all connected. And again, it will teach you everything you need to know to uh, get your money space together. Brilliant. Nikki Klug, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thanks for listening to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence each month. We scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. 
Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.